last episode of The Incredible Critics. And for the first time, our repeat guest, Dan DeRogers. Hey, everybody. We had kind of the opposite problem. We spent Thanksgiving at a cabin in uh, Tennessee with Alicia's family. Thank you. And second can. You haven't even... <laughs> and what's your picks? What? <laughs> Dan, Dan is preemptive. Um, okay, so as you know, I am a huge film... <laughs> for our audio, for Frankie opened another can. Uh, best deal that I found was on the DJ Ice, and now I'm getting a complex. <laughs> Just buy me a Tesla. Yeah. It... <laughs> <laughs> this episode is costing you a lot of money, Frankie. This episode is worth every pepper. Dr. Pepper, it'll put the pep in your step. We are the Incredible Critics. Incredible, not because we're great, but because our credibility should seriously be questioned. I am Ben Franco. Joining me this week again are Tim and Frankie. What's going on, guys? Uh, This week, we're going to be talking about uh, what's on and uh, what we've been watching. And then we are also going to talk about movies that we feel that you should watch before the end of the year. So we kind of had like our fall movie preview. And now that we're actually coming into award season, we're going to go over the movies that we think that you guys should watch this December because there are a lot of great movies coming out. But first, guys, how was your week? It was good. It was pretty great. No complaints. That is a solid review from Frankie. It <laughs> was pretty. No complaints. Uh. <laughs> um, so for me, I, I've had a lot going on, a lot of video editing side projects and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that. Ben. How was your week? I'm sorry. That was rude. Yeah. Uh, it was I very mean, rude of us. Know, just... no, nobody ever asks <laughs> me how my week I'm was. Not, we're not supposed to ask you. You're, you're hosting today, so... Yeah, but it's it would just nice. I, I mean, I I always ask you guys. It would just be nice if you guys ask and me. To be sometimes. honest, we never really respond too well. We're just like, oh, it was good. It was yeah, good. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, so I've had a lot of video projects. So like Sunday morning, I woke up at three a.m. just so that I could work. Um, it's ridiculous. But then this whole weekend, all right. So my daughter Noel, she had been sleeping fantastic. Um, put her to bed around like somewhere between seven and eight. She sleeps till usually around six to seven in the morning. Perfect. This week, for some reason, she is just waking up in the middle of the night, like two or three times a night. So this morning, last night, she wakes up like, I think four times, which is awful and was wide awake, like not hungry, just wide awake. So, you know, then we have to entertain her. So I, this morning I'm now driving to work and on the horizon, as I'm driving to work over the highway is the remnants of the super moon. Did you guys see the super moon last night? Yeah, it was crazy. It was pretty big. And I realized <laughs> classic Frankie review. <laughs> yeah. That's another Didn't good one. Super moon last year, it I, again. Wasn't, I wasn't impressed. I wasn't impressed with this. It was a blood moon. We had that a, was a blood a- moon. Yeah, that's right. No, we uh, had a super, super two years ago. Moons last year. Two years ago? No, oh, whatever. Whatever. Uh, I realized that it was probably the super moon that was affecting my child's sleep. 
What? Is she a werewolf? Yes. That's oh. how it works, Frankie. Yes. <laughs> that's that's how it works. <laughs> no, just like the they say that like that can affect your sleeping patterns. And I, my hypothesis is that that was what was making her awake all hours of the evening last night. Because it was like a soul incident. It was crazy. Yeah. So you believe in like gypsy stuff then? <laughs> also called science. I don't, I don't, you're not, you know, providing me with any scientific evidence to show that your daughter was awake because of a supermoon. There are scientific studies that show that you have less sleep when there is a supermoon. I've never seen that scientific study. You have to Uh, science.time.com has an article how the moon messes with your sleep. See, you have to put that on Facebook. Yep. Hashtag believe, fake news. We're gonna believe that gypsy <laughs> yeah, stuff. Fake news. Yeah, I mean, time. What time? This is timely. <laughs> uh, side note: I also every time I see the moon, particularly when there's a super moon over the horizon, as I'm driving. Every time you've come across a lot of super moons over the horizon while you're driving. Yes, more okay. than one. I right, the one last I, year. <laughs> right, the blood moon. Uh, I imagine that it's a uh, Death Star. Just yes. me. Just me. No, that is pretty awesome. Right? Point. Like that is exactly what it would look like, and it's and it's awesome. So the Death Star is too small to be a moon. So I mean it's that's no moon. I don't, really, yeah. I don't know. But it's closer, so it could, you know. Anyway. <laughs> we won't get into I'm it. Giving you a really hard time today, Ben. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not sorry. Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Another great Frankie review. Okay, we're so done Ben, with that. how Let's was your on. week this week? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's get into talking about what's on. Uh, we've all been watching different things, which is why we're not talking about the same thing or reviewing anything because we've all watched a lot of different stuff. So, uh, Tim, why don't you start off with what you? Oh wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Change Frankie, plans. let's start off with what you've been watching so that I like, you know, save some eye rolls for later. Frankie, oh, okay. what's, what's <laughs> been on for you? Because <laughs> I haven't been watching the same things Tim has for once. Um yeah, I actually binged in the last, I think, because last week we had the holiday episode like we talked about. So the last two weeks I've binged um two Netflix shows, one uh, called Godless, which is a Western miniseries, which I thought was particularly cool because I enjoy, I enjoy miniseries. It starts and it ends. It's over. I hate when they expand TV shows. I feel like should have stopped two seasons ago, three seasons ago. So this, you knew there was going to be one season. That was it. And um, it was, it was pretty good. As far as Western goes, there was a few plot holes that I had issues with and a few things they didn't explain that I kind of was irritated about, but Overall, it was if you enjoy westerns, um, old school like gritty westerns. Um, this was right on target. It was a, uh, it was pretty awesome. Jeff Daniels is in it, who is an amazing actor. Anything he's in is is pretty much golden. Um, true. But if you're looking for something fun to watch, um, interesting, it definitely has you know it's slow parts, um, but well, it's a western overall. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, if you know westerns, you like westerns, I would say go ahead and watch it. Uh, definitely not family friendly <laughs> more for uh are there, are there robots in one 
Right, so there's no robots in this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Were you waiting the whole series for like somebody to be a robot? I won't lie. There's some parts of it, where, and probably right around the middle, I'm like, oh, are they all fake? Are they all robots? <laughs> it's just a Netflix version of Westworld. Um, but no, no, just a normal Western with a, you know, hero rides off into the sunset ending type of stuff. Nice. So. Um, Spoiler yeah. alert. Well, yeah, well, whatever. And then, uh, <laughs> not telling you who the hero is. Um, and then the other one was Frontier, which I just finished watching, which is just uh, the second season Netflix original show with Jason Momoa, um, where he played. My man. Yeah, he he is awesome. I I'm not gonna lie, I watch my it man. just for him because between Momoa, Momoa. <laughs> The show actually kind of sucks, um, but it has the kid from uh, another one. thorough review from Frankie. <laughs> it's, well, I'm just saying it is. It's pretty bad. The writing's pretty horrible. The acting's pretty, pretty horrible. Um, it's actually real bad. But Jason Momoa is awesome. I mean, the storyline is pretty great. It takes you know it takes place over uh, the Canadian, the England, uh, sorry, the one peninsula. So, my fault. <laughs> so it takes place over the island. The islands, yes. Planet. No, stop. Moon. <laughs> Super moon. Blood moon. What's the difference? <laughs> no, it takes place with the Science English. Talk. I hate you guys. This episode is a mess. So I'm so much. sorry. No, the episode was great until so you started talking. <laughs> <laughs> the very beginning? Right. I started the show. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This was oh great until we introduced anyway, the episode. Like this review of it, the show is pretty crappy. Um, if you like Jason Momoa, maybe I'll watch it. It's only six episodes. Oh, man. Incredible. <laughs> that was about it. <laughs> what have you been watching, Ben? Oh, thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. Oh, why didn't you um, ask me? Saving the best for last. last. <laughs> yep. um, I watched Jim and Andy on oh, Netflix. Let me guess. You guys have never heard of uh, Jim from the Office? Jim. That's what I thought, right? So it would be <laughs> Richter. Jim and Andy, you take uh, uh, Jim from The Office and Andy from Parks and Rec. Not and Andy you from do, The Office? Uh, no, no, no. Parks and Rec. Okay. You do a crossover event. He's better, though. Let's be honest. It's true. Um, no, Jim and Andy is this crazy story. So it's um, the full title, which I, I like, which is what I'm going to say. Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond, featuring a very special contractually obligated mention of Tony Clifton. Um it's a documentary. It's a behind-the-scenes look at how Jim Carrey adopted the persona of idiosyncratic oh. comedian Andy Kaufman on the set of Man on the Moon. I did hear about this. I have heard um, about this one. It is fascinating. Also not appropriate for children. Um, <laughs> so, like, I've... I, I like the idea of method acting, right? So, like... Um, uh daniel day lewis is known for method acting where like on the set of lincoln was it was it just called lincoln yep. the steven spielberg movie yep. yeah he okay. actually went to the opera he, he <laughs> sorry uh, no he like made people refer to him as like mr president even when they weren't rolling and just like stayed in character because that's like you know what they, he chooses to do is they method never act character yeah and they do like crazy things in order to stay in character. And there's lots of different examples of it. Well, Jim Carrey on the set of Man on the Moon, like to an unhealthy level, adopted the persona of Andy Kaufman uh, to the point where like 
my man seems almost possessed. Um, so it is a crazy look. Like Andy Kaufman's family shows up and he talks to them like they're his parents, like super weird. Um, so it's just, and what happened was he had a documentary crew following him around. And then when they saw the footage, when Universal saw the footage, they wouldn't let him release it until now. So it's just a fascinating look. He's a tortured and, you know, distraught human being. And it's a look inside that. So that sounds appealing makes me wonder a bit if because they said he did that with a few other movies too that he's been in uh, more of a serious roles do you think in the rest of the movies he's method acting a crappy actor (laughs) (laughs) just can't just trying to figure that out i mean truman show truman show he's good in that he's He's the exact same in truman show as he is in liar liar i mean there's just no change in his acting it's always jim carrey I would say he's a little different. And of the Spotless Mind is my favorite movie ever. So I thought it was. And that is not. What? I thought your favorite movie was Ten Things I Hate About You. Uh, that's my favorite guilty pleasure. If you listen to that episode of The Incredible Critics, you would hear how it was a guilty pleasure. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind. He's phenomenal in. Um. So. Yeah, he he's all right when he wants to be, but it's really a fascinating look. Like you should check it out and just see kind of how how crazy it gets. All right, without without further ado, yes, if we have to. Well, first, Ben, get get your Judge Judy eye roll gifts ready. Judy gifts. What is this? First, Ben, real quick on your topic though. Yeah. Um, there was also released today. On Nerdist.com, they did a documentary with Jim Carrey Who about did? how Jim Carrey, it's called Jim and the Grinch Beyond Whoville. <laughs> they did. It's pretty funny, actually. And Jim Carrey did like, they did like a fake documentary <laughs> like about it for the documentary of him losing himself in the Grinch. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Uh, last week, Get ready, Ben. Are you ready? I'm ready if I have to. Yeah. No, so last week we watched um, the four-part crossover called Crisis on Earth X on the CW. And this was a crossover between Supergirl and Arrow and The Flash and DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Oh my gosh. Which is somehow still a show. Let me guess. They yeah, there's somehow, a bad guy trying somehow. to destroy the city and they stop More than him one. by joining forces. Yes, man, like oh, every comic book ever. Yeah, that's a comic book thing. That's <laughs> what happens in those comic books. But yeah, so um honestly this was it was really good. It was, um, this is exactly what I, I read an article that the title, the title was that uh, crisis on earth X is exactly what DC needed after justice league. Um, because honestly, the DC movies, people need to be taking some cues from the DC television guys. <laughs> Frankie and I have both been saying this for a while, but, uh, 
but it's true. It's true. Um, after no seeing the Justice League, you know, a few weeks ago, and then getting to watch this, where it's it's four parts, not exactly four hours, right? Because they're all forty five minutes long. Right. So about three hours, though, um, of you know. It, it was like six times as many superheroes <laughs> in this. Um, and this time around the, the, there was an actual plot as of, I say this time around because they, <laughs> last year they did a crossover and I did not like it at all. I thought it was real bad. It wasn't, Frankie, what was, it wasn't horrible, but it was, it was, it was weird. If aliens came down. It really had nothing to do with any other story. It was, yeah. It was really like a three part. They kind of yeah, tried to trick everybody into watching Supergirl. Supergirl doesn't happen until the end, <laughs> the end of the episode. Hey, I love Supergirl. It's one of my favorite ones on there. Uh, it just it just uh, didn't happen to the end of the episode. The last minute of the episode yeah. is when the crossover happened. Literally, yeah. Um, so they tricked us into fast forwarding through mo- most of Supergirl, <laughs> and then um, and then yeah, the plot didn't make sense. And each individual show, it really was just kind of like the next part of the story, but mostly about that show right so, so this, this was a year, lot better oh yeah this year it was basically they treated it as its own entity right um it was crisis on earth x playing during the time slots of supergirl arrow flash and legends of tomorrow was nice. it crisis on earth x or crisis on x, x? 10 no x no, it x. was x on x. purpose yeah i was and gonna say x, i missed one yeah. through nine then Yes. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So they explain right at the beginning of the <laughs> of the first episode. Um, they think there's uh, most of them think that there's like a multiverse of 52 different versions of Earth, and they are enlightened to find out there is a 53rd, and they don't even number it. It's just Earth X because it's run by Nazis, and so nobody goes there and nobody talks about it. And uh, oh my so gosh. yeah. No, it was good though. It was real good. And, You're not uh, convincing me. Oh, it, no, it was awesome. So they have a basically a Nazi version of Supergirl, a Nazi version of a few of them. It's not all of them. It's not like them versus themselves the whole time, which was good. Um, one of the most famous uh, Elseworld DC comics is called Superman Red Sun. Okay, and Superman Red. Oh, I know that one. Yeah, is uh, is essentially an alternate version of reality where Superman did not crash land in the middle of Kansas. He crash landed in the middle of Russia. Right. Yeah. No, it's actually so, really good. Yeah, it's really cool. This was essentially that. It it was like, um, and they actually re- it's funny because they actually refer to Man in the High Castle, which is that really awesome Amazon series about Nazi, an alternate history with Nazis. And, uh, but essentially it's, it's kind of these really twisted versions and there's a, there's a lot of other twists and turns in there, but no, uh, just back to the basics. This, it was really good. There was an actual plot. It was carried through over all the episodes. They did it in a way that it's basically, uh, two parts at a time, kind of like a mini, like a mini series, a normal mini series would run. Uh, right. Where it's about two hours back to back on two different nights. Good. By and, the way, I like that you had to say there is an actual plot. Like that is well, that's that sums it up it really for me. Does no, yeah, yeah, no. But for anybody that watched last year's crossover, the plot was real rough. It was bad. It was convoluted. 
Uh, this one, it was Wait. like it. It felt Ben. <laughs> All ben, of them are so. It's convoluted. a superhero show, so stop it. Um, you don't get Ben is people love it, and when they get to see these crossovers, it's like the biggest event of the whole entire season because everyone loves to see their four. Yeah whatever it is, four different TV shows or have many characters all meet and interact. Yeah. yeah, Even if you don't watch all of them, like we, we don't watch Supergirl at all, but it's cool to see Supergirl show up and be flying around and punching people and lasering people in the face. Um, and, and I'll say too, just the end result of this, this wasn't just, um, wait, everybody dies. Please say everybody dies. Not everybody. (laughs) <laughs> but I can't spoil anything. Here, what I was gonna say though is, uh, in all seriousness, um, it wasn't it wasn't just a throwaway crossover. Like they they made the stakes real high, and uh, I I would say at least three of the of the four shows have extreme lasting uh, consequences going out of the crossover. It was awesome, and that's what I've been watching. Very nice. Much to my chagrin. Um, lastly, we wanted to follow up just with, and I, again, I don't actually hate them all that much. The TV shows are borderline hate for me, but but I don't hate superhero movies or like I have comics sitting right next to me. Anyway, lastly, we wanted to end with movies that we think that you should end the year on. So movies that are probably movies or TV shows that are coming out in December or finishing up in December, just things that we feel like in December, you should probably be on the lookout for Frankie. What was your pick? My pick is Coco. Um, I think everyone needs to go see it. It was awesome. Definitely my favorite Pixar movie that's come out in a long time. Um, What would be your other favorite? Like after Coco? What's your second favorite Pixar? um, It's Frozen Pixar? No. Uh it's just a Disney movie, right? Frozen is a Di- Walt Disney animation studio. Right. Um probably Toy Story is my probably next fest. The first favorite. one? Yeah, definitely the first one. I mean, it was good, right? It was it's pretty great. The third I'm not gonna lie, the third one. I cried a lot. It hit, a hit lot me of crying the third one. Yeah, it hit me a lot in the feels. So that's up there too. <laughs> probably my favorite ever Pixar is Toy Story, maybe up, but uh, no. So Coco is definitely one of my favorites in a long time. So it was a lot of fun, really good. Whole entire family can go clearly, um, but everyone will get enjoyment out of it. There's, um, we I went with a group of all older people. I think from the age range of like twenty five to thirty five, and everyone enjoyed it. So it's so really no fun. Children. So we, this is not a review for children, though. <laughs> no, no, we didn't. We didn't go. <laughs> we didn't bring any children with us. We tried, uh, and then we got. You know, there was a lot of issues. So. Oh, I think we lost Ben. <laughs> but, um, no, I'm here. I uh, I turned off my video. I was lagging a good bit. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, but yeah, so Coco is my pick. Uh, if you have some time, school breaks and everything coming up, take your kids or just go yourself and go see it. All right, Tim, what was your pick? Boom. Um. Well, so I'll preface this with my original pick was going to be Titanic and Dolby Vision. Cool. I hate James Cameron. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I don't want to see Titanic. <laughs> I think this is ridiculous. Uh, no, my real pick though is gonna be Star Wars. Um, and uh, I, I just I would I'll say this. Um, obviously, it's the next major installment of Star Wars, which is gonna be awesome. 
Um, there hasn't really been any talk from critics yet, even uh, about this. However, um, I will say that Disney uh, and uh, Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy, head of Lucasfilm for, for Disney, are so impressed with this movie that they gave the director three more Star Wars movies. That's the thing right there. Yeah, and and I, I I don't want to I don't want to like get my hopes up <laughs> or anything, but if they gave him three more movies to like yeah. to like do his own thing from scratch with brand new characters and do whatever, like they're giving him the, literally to the kingdom. That was the pitch. That was the pitch. Like, hey, yeah. I really want to keep working with you guys. It would be cool to do a whole new story. And they said, sure. And they movies. Yes. The only thing I'm worried about, and I tried so hard to stay away from trailers and I did up until like a couple weeks ago. Um, because I forget where I was, but it just was on and I got captivated by it. But I'm so worried it's, it's gonna on be everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I've been really good at changing the channel yeah. or looking away or doing something. I've still avoided it. Um I'm just a little worried it's it's gonna be Empire Strikes Back too. Which I don't want to see. I kinda wanna see something a little more original, like how the first movie was, you know, the last movie was A New Hope too. Um, just all the all the all the winter scenes, everything that seems to be like they're on Hoth, but it's not going to be Hoth. That's what kind of worries me, but we'll see. I have faith in Ryan Johnson. Yeah, I mean, so have you seen any of any of Ryan Johnson's other stuff, Frankie? Um, no, I don't think so. Did you see Looper? Oh yes, that's right. He does. He's Looper. Yeah, I saw Looper. Yeah, I mean, um, he did. Uh, Brick, Brothers Bloom, and then Looper. Like those are okay. three yeah, right. solid I love, films. I do love Brick and Looper, but here's the thing: I love J.J. Abrams. It's not that I I love almost everything J.J. Abrams does. I just felt that the last Star Wars movie was another version of A New Hope. It's the exact same plot line, and and we've and talked about that before. And yeah, I just but don't want to see that. I mean, again it's, with this it's one. going to be the biggest movie of December. So, I mean, if anybody isn't no, going gonna to check it out, it. I'd be shocked. Even if it's a word for word Empire Strikes Back too with new characters, I'm going to go see it at least six times. Kylo, so. <laughs> Kylo Ren's going to be like, "I love you," and Ray's be like, <laughs> I know. "You're my brother." That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. not related. Can we just take one moment and just squash that? Ray is not a solo. I'm just telling everybody now. Don't get your hopes up. She's not a solo. If you read the book Star Wars Bloodline, uh, which is which is about uh, Leia in the New Republic, uh, I'm totally se- cutting this part out. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna refer back to it every minute while you're talking talking next and then you you won't be able to listen that's all i'm gonna say if you read the book there's it's pretty clear han and leia don't have other children they're that we know of they just (laughs) been they don't it's just ben it's just ben all right speaking of ben all right what uh what's your pick ben oh guys thanks for asking um so ray is not a solo (laughs) uh even though you guys joked and tim two good picks saying whether i I would choose the shape of water or the disaster artist those are not my picks told Uh you we like them too much for the picks 
my pick is actually The Post. Starring mm-hmm. The Post. Starring Tom okay. Hanks. It, it would be one we Meryl didn't Street. hear of. Yeah. Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep. First off, can we just boycott Tom Hanks? There's nothing he does that's good <laughs> anymore. But okay, go ahead. Tell me about this post that you Oh, had. sorry. Uh, you just got done talking about how Toy Story was amazing. Yeah. Right? It was. Okay. okay. Do you not think Toy Story was amazing? The toys no, come to life, hate Tim. Tom Hanks? Oh, well, I keep saying oh, Tom Hanks. I'm what? sorry. Yeah, well, no. Well, you meant... Go ahead. I meant Tom Cruise. I don't know Tom why Cruise? I was... I knew you meant Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Total brain fart. Sorry, I don't know why. I... So, starring Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh, I love Meryl Tom Hanks. Streep. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is... Um, the story of the Washington Post as they navigated the Watergate scandal. Um, and it looks fantastic. If there's a movie that I think could, that's probably in the running for best picture and like kind of leading the pack, it's probably the post, um, performances look like they're going to be really good. The buzz coming out of, uh, releases or, um, press junkets and stuff is that it's really good. So I would definitely check that out. Their performances. I mean, Meryl Streep and Tom Cruise. I mean, that is a dynamic duo. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Fun fact, Tom Hanks played a character in the movie who um, revealed the Watergate Sands scandal. Ooh, that's in a fact. movie. Uh, Forrest Gump, when he played the real-life character of Forrest Gump. Oh. <laughs> the real, the real life care. <laughs> oh. so that is the movie that i am uh looking out for and <laughs> can't wait to see i'm telling you I, I, it's gonna it's gonna happen it's gonna be disappointed when when they're gonna make that book not canon and then make them to play yeah right, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, but those are the movies that's what we've been watching and those are the things that we're on the lookout for this December as I stumble over my words Uh, what are you guys looking out for what are you guys hoping to see or looking forward to seeing let us know Frankie where can people connect with us Uh, you guys can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash incredible critics follow us on Twitter at three critics pod don't forget to go on iTunes hit that subscribe button give us a comment uh, and please rate us it helps us a lot Yes, rate and subscribe. It's huge for us. Huge. Till next week, we are the Incredible Critics. Huge. Bounch, 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 Media, media, tech, tech, weekly, weekly. Tech talk. <laughs> that was good. All right. uh, yeah, I had to drop the video because I was lagging so bad. That. Yeah, oh, it's got that yeah. sexy young picture of you. Pre dad yeah. bod. Rocking that dad bod. Not anymore. I mean, not not in this picture. Not that, that why do you think it's my favorite? <laughs> <laughs>